Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We're here to talk about this past week in the world of the WWE, which means we're talking SmackDown Live, we're talking Monday Night Raw, and we're talking about everything crashing and burning into the ground. It's, everything's awful. Oh my god, what is going on in Stanford? Death, destruction, hopefully the end of everything. Well, what one can only hope. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's that cool. We are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash pro wrestling, so check us out there. We are monitoring the chat, so send us your questions and your comments, and we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. That's that's all I I don't I I got nothing. Fast I'm playing Metal trailer. Gear Solid Five again. What? It's a good video game. No. Which what one did you, you say? No. What number? What? What number did you say? Five. No. What? No. What? No. Five is fantastic. What the fuck are you talking about? No. Everyone knows four is the best one. <laughs> They're completely different experiences. I'm wrong. Death Stranding is the best Metal Gear game. I mean, I still haven't played it yet, so probably. I'm not going to argue this fact. True. You pee on the mushrooms, they get bigger. You were saying something else, though. Fast and Furious 9 trailer. Yeah, I saw that during the Superb Owl. I saw it before that. Because they had a big event showcasing it. Yo, it, technically it falls into our uh, our wheelhouse because it features John Cena. Are you sure about that? What do you mean? I didn't see him in the trailer. I mean, you can't see him, but they put his name on the credits, so he's in there. John, how much of a fan of the Fast and Furious movies are you? Not really. I mean, I like them. I enjoy them. Uh... Basically, I saw Too Fast and Furious in theaters, I saw Tokyo Drift on DVD, and then I didn't see a single one until Fast 8, or Furious 8. Fast 8? I don't know. It's Fate of the Furious, John. Whatever the fuck it was called. It's about family. About family. Fast Nine's got John Cena, I'll see it. Nice, but it's it's also about actual blood family. John Cena's evil Vin Diesel brother. I'll see it. Uh, Oscar <clears throat> says that you should watch the rest of the movies, and I'm I'm kind of with him. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've already seen the best one in Tokyo Drift. Like, I mean, what more do I really need to see? Well, I mean, if I do want to go back to the old school rules, like I could see these movies based on the Statham promise, where I see every Jason Statham film. It's true. Uh, Furious 7, it, it's revealed that he's the one that kills Han. Yeah, I am aware. And then this one, they're like, nah. He's alive. Huh. Damn, the trailer, huh. Han's there! 
Huh. And then it says justice is coming because of that hashtag ju- justice for Han. Huh. And Oscar says, oh, and what of time travel? And yeah, obviously that's what they're doing is time travel. No. They've just been keeping Han alive in some kind of weird military bunker for him to become like super soldier. It's basically he's they're giving him the powers from the Hobbs and Shaw film. No. John, did you not see the part where they strapped the giant rocket onto the car? I saw the part where they were, like, gliding the car through the air, tied on some kind of, like, rope. No, but the rocket's important. They gotta make the car go fast enough that it goes back in time. They're back to the futuring this. If you say so. Justice for Han. They're they're bringing him back. They're also bringing back DK. Donkey Kong never left. You know who I mean. One of the greatest villains in the Fast and Furious series. Yeah, Donkey Kong. He's real fucked up. Throwing them barrels at cars? Like, why would you do that? <sighs> yeah, John's got, uh, Oscar has some takes in the chat. I'm going to let him pretty much give all his uh, Fast and Furious takes on Wednesday's show. I'm not just going to keep G- relaying what he's writing. Give me a uh, g- g- give me a couple tidbits. G- give me some fun ones. I don't actually know anything about these movies, so I'll probably go, alright. He says, I still need to see Hobbs and Shaw. No, you don't. It's, it's bad. not really a hot take. That's just kind of a statement of an opinion that he uh, would like to see that film. What the fuck? They brought back Lucas Black and still not Devin Aoki. Justice for Devin Aoki. And then finally, DK wasn't even the best villain in Tokyo Drift. But he's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. hate this. John. What? I'm, I'm going to go see this movie in D-Box. You want to come? Maybe. Well, I'm, I'm coordinating things with friends, so if you want to come to Baltimore with me, you just let me know. When does this film come out? May. It's been a long day without you, my friend. Can I tell you all about it when I see you again? No, that's about Kobe now. God damn it. John, anything else new going on with you? No, I said I'm playing Metal Gear. I'm playing Pokemon. I played some Metal Gear on Friday with my friend, and then I spent the rest of the weekend playing Metal Gear. In fact, I was playing Metal Gear during Raw tonight. I'm grinding. I gotta finish my weapons. Oh, boy. I, I just can't get into Metal Gear. It's too much. Too much I'm bullshit. telling you, man. The Phantom Pain doesn't really cuts down on the bullshit and is like an actually playable, fun, dumbass open world game. Yeah, but still, it's uh, still Kojima. Yeah, it's still Kojima, and when it gives you the bullshit, it's perfect. You the thing, I don't like Kojima's bullshit. Hot take. You're wrong. I'm a lot. No, I know I'm wrong. But it's still how I feel. I, I'm not into his bullshit. I'm glad it exists for people to, who are really into it, but it's not for me. 
I've watched enough of those Metal Gear Scanlands. I'm like, yeah, I I could not even. Stupid. Look at the back of the freaking manual. No, it was the back of the box, loser. Back of the whatever. He tells you what's on the back of the box. What about on the GameCube when he tells you you've been playing Super Smash Brothers? Yeah, that's great. And then they put Snake into Smash Brothers. They sure did. It was foreshadowing. I like the part where when it came out, when I got it for PlayStation 3, I made sure that I got a copy of Symphony of the Night on PlayStation 3 so that I could... You know, legit have him say, you will play like Castlevania, don't you? John? What? Why is the Psycho Manus an assist trophy in Smash? Because you get Gray Fox instead. No, I want him to yell at me about the other games I'm playing on my Switch. I want him to (laughs) shame me for, like, a pit cross. The problem is that, like, Psycho Manus would, would kind of just end up being a lot of the same shit as, like, Shadow or Skull Kid or, like, a bunch of the other assist trophies. But, no, I want him like Mr. Rossetti, where it's just a bunch of dialogue that's blocking your view. And he's yelling at you about the games you're playing. That's is all. Is there a Mr. Rossetti assist trophy? Yes! What? Yeah! Since when? Since, like, Brawl. It's not an ultimate. Well, they took him out. They need to put him back in. He was in Brawl. And Oscar says he was only in Brawl, and that sucks. They put him back in. He he yells at you about resetting. And then he's like, wait, you can't see the game? this game? What is this, Super Smash something? Whatever, fuck you. Let me tell you about Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing's awesome. God, I don't remember that at all. I haven't played Brawl in forever. Yeah, look up uh, on YouTube after the show, Rossetti Smash Brothers, and you get to see all his dialogue. It's great. I I hope Mr. Rossetti shows up in the news, Animal Crossing. I mean, of course he will. I don't know. He didn't show up in the pocket camp. Pocket Camp was a weird, dumb offshoot. He's not in, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Amoeba Festival. Weird, dumb offshoot. This game's on an island. It might be a weird, dumb offshoot. You don't know. It's not a weird, dumb offshoot. This is the next main Animal Crossing. They're going to put him in somewhere. Wait, was he not? I'm trying to think. In, uh, in Newt Leaf, he wasn't really in it, right? Yeah, he was. I thought he's he, absolutely in New Leaf. I thought he like he wasn't in his normal role. He just like hung out in like his bunker. No, you could summon Rossetti. Oh, good. All right, because I remember you could summon a, Rossetti by not by not saving. Uh, but I never, I never do that. <clears throat> I always save. I you know? did it. Why? Because my battery died. Oh God. And it's then he, he asks you, "Why the fuck did you do that?" And you could say, "My battery died." And he goes, "Oh." Alright, well, be careful, asshole. That's so funny. He should still yell at you. He yells at you if you if you say, just I wanted to. Good. One time I resetted too many times on the GameCube, 
And he said, all right, fuck this. Fuck you. I'm deleting your save, and then he deleted my save. He really deletes your save. It goes to the title screen, and it shows you don't have any saves. And then a, sec- a few seconds later, it pops up back into the game. He's like, no, I'm just fucking with you. That's really mean. It's really fucking mean, because I really believed it. Because they held onto it long enough to make you think that you actually like lost your save. That that might even be worse than when Eternal Darkness does that. Why? Because does it actually delete it? No, it's Eternal Darkness does the same trick of pretending that it deleted your save and then it being a, a fucking uh, insanity effect. But th- I, they don't hold it as long, I don't think. I, I like the, uh, <clears throat> the fake out in... I'm going to say Arkham City. The first Arkham Asylum. I th- no, no, it's Arkham City, where where the game like corrupts and then like resets, and it's the intro of the first Arkham Asylum. But you're the Joker. no, it's Arkham. It's Arkham Asylum. It is Arkham happened. Asylum. All right, good. Yeah, it's it's uh, the spoilers. I guess it's the the last Scarecrow boss fight. Right. I love that. It looks like the game glitched out then restarts, but it's everything's different. Yeah. No, I bought it. So good. I bought it until it was clear what was going on, and I was like, oh, you fuckers. It's so good. It sure does suck that Rocksteady's dead. Yeah, but that other studio's gonna do something Batman. We'll see how that goes. I mean, seriously, though, what the fuck has Rocksteady been doing for the past five years? Clearly working on the... um, I think. Aquaman. They're doing an Aquaman game. No. What about Justice League game? <sighs> what if they were the ones trying to make the Fast and Furious game, but they just could not figure it out? Not a Warner Brothers property. Shit, you're right. Uh, what if Rocksteady made the next Shallow Monks? Okay. Just let them have the the Mortal Kombat license and make an actual like open world game. Yeah, okay. Shallow Monks is great. Yeah. I mean Shallow Monks wasn't an open world game though. No, but I'm saying like but it wasn't a fighting game. It was like a brawler. Yeah, I know. But t- I, take that I love Shallow Monks. It's my favorite Mortal Kombat game. Yeah, but take that and expand it into a uh, open world. Like like the Arkham games. Yeah, maybe. That'd be fun. This sucks. Talk about wrestling. All right. Let's get into the wrestling news. Uh, first bit of news. Oscar wants to have this open world more combat game so he can talk to me about it on a podcast. And no. Premium content for Patreon.cool. Oh, fuck off. No. No. It's that a review, New Japan. Fine, I'll fucking do it. John, what's going on in Stanford? You really do want us to be the New Japan editors, huh? I kind of enjoy it's it. It's on fucking fire! This is what's going on, Owen. Oh. 
Why? Because Vince is burning it down. Well, I mean, the XFL is... Without Seth Rollins. And the XFL is, is, you know, starting up this week, so he's just burning the WWE and then putting all his investments into Alpha Entertainment. He's going to lose $375 million. I know that we're going to talk about this on Wednesday and everything because, whoops, I promised Oscar 15 minutes for XFL talk. I mean, but... it's week one of the XFL, you have to. Yeah, I know. That's why we're doing it. It's his big week one rundown. His his real smash mouth football. Ball. 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 Wide open, don't forget. Ball. Look. He's losing $375 million on this. Why did he do it? Because he's fucking insane. Like, did he fire them or did they just give up and leave? Oh, wait, we're talking about the other thing now. Sorry, I thought we were still talking about the XFL. Oh, wait, this was the XFL? He's he's put $375 million into this XFL thing. But it might succeed, you know? I mean, the gamble is basically that they get, like, a $125 million a year television deal for, like, multiple years, and that way he'd, like, make his money back. Yeah, I could could see it maybe working. I mean, I'm going to watch week one to see what happens. But yeah, I I thought you were talking about that was the the stock price dropped so much that he lost that much money. Oh, no. Actually, in fact, uh, WWE apparently lost a billion dollars in valuation, I heard. sweet. That's even better. Yeah, that is even better. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, last Thursday... WWE announced that they fucking fired their co-presidents of... They fired uh, them? Yeah, fired them. George Barrios and Michelle Wilson. Why would you fire them? I mean, the stories going around that's basically been, you know, confirmed by everyone, basically, is that, like, they had a disagreement with the direction of the company moving forward, and Vince said, well... I'm the pres. I'm the CEO, and I own eighty percent of the voting interest. You're gone. So they went up to Vince and said, "Hey, things are looking real bad for the company. Maybe we should do something different." And he said, "Go fuck yourself." I mean, again, I don't know like what the, what the conversation was. I don't th- think anybody really knows that. But yeah, basically, what the idea is and the understanding is that. They had a very different, you know, the, those two had a very different concept of what the direction forward should be for WWE. And Vince said, no, I'm going to do it my way. You're out of here. Does he understand that these are the people who got these big TV deals for them? That and also, you know, apparently from everything I've been reading and hearing, Michelle Wilson was very prominent in the network and like the launch of the network. Like that was a big push from her. So what the fuck are they to the point that maybe like, you know, a potential criticism of that I've I've also seen postulated is that maybe she didn't really understand how valuable pay-per-view still was to them. Well, they can't go back. Yeah, exactly. They can't go back now, so whoopsies! I mean, hell, they can't even take WrestleMania off of it, because that's terrible. Yeah, no. They, they're they fucked. Like, this is basically, you know, 
Trace and I of, of Heel Alternative every Wednesday over at twitch.tv slash pro wrestling and Thursdays at pro wrestling dot cool. Um, it's something we were talking about in private there of just like they, yeah, like, because he was wondering if they're going to try and walk back from WWE, from the network uh, with all this. And my point is, I just feel like they can't. Like, they've conditioned, you know, it's like we see it every single time that, like, AEW does a pay-per-view and people balk at, like, the $50 price point and be like, oh, I don't know that I really want to pay for that. Because, you know, WWE has conditioned a bunch of the audience into believing that a pay-per-view is worth a $9.99 a month subscription and nothing more. And I think that, you know, hey, AEW is doing a good job of carving out its own lane of being like, hey, no, you're going to pay for our shows, but we're only going to do them four times a year and we're going to make them worth it. Like, I think that, like, you know, they're they're doing a good job covering out that lane there, but WWE can't do that. I think that the only thing they really can do at this point is just, like, double down. They have to do more things like Starcade, more things like, like Smackville. They need to give you more reasons to give the network... More shows in Saudi Arabia. Two year now. It's been two year. Yeah, I know. Now it's just official. Yeah, it's great. So much, so much blood money. It's awesome. Did you hear about our idea for Super Showdown? I did not. What's up? There will be a review. Really? Oscar and I are going to get drunk. All right. Sure. We'll put that on the $5 tier. That's that's premium It's what content. the show deserves. Yeah, it doesn't deserve what we did last time, especially after the whole plane fiasco. Boy, that was it. I'm very curious to see who's going to be on this show. The Miz is. And John Morrison. And the new day. Wonder if any of the ladies will be there. I bet not. I mean, they've had two of them. Something tells me they're not going to do it again. Like evolution. What's that? I don't know what that is. It's a mystery. Oh, I've heard this. So yeah, like it that's a big thing that they let these two go. Uh especially if, if for no other reason than uh they've also completely fucked up the succession plan if Vince dies. Well, obviously if he dies it goes to I'm trying to have a funny answer. Shane McMahon. It's not that funny. It's kinda of funny. Not, I'm not laughing at all. But yeah, like, they've been having some problems lately, not the least of which being also that, like, it's come out recently that, hey, they're cutting back on house shows, and, like, Good. they're going to be doing less house shows. Good. But the reason that they're doing that is not because of something like, you know, hey, they're trying to do, like, the AEW thing of, like, we're not going to do house shows so much, we're just going to, like, rely on television, and that's going to be it. Like, they're doing it because they're running house shows at a loss now. I mean, they are losing money on every house show. I mean, because they're not important. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's a multitude thing. I think it's they've conditioned people to, to believe that house shows aren't important. They've they're not really putting on like super exciting matches or anything on house shows. They're mostly doing the same shit that they've been doing for a while. Like they're not changing it up. And also, like you know, let's be honest here. Um, fucking shit! I lost what I was saying. But yeah, like basically, like you were saying, when, when's the last time a house show really mattered? Like, you know, hey, they did that thing with Madison Square Garden, but like, but it's the garden and it's their Christmas show. That's like one of their big house shows of the year. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Like it's at a point that's like, you're not really doing anything to drive people into the building when like, it's basically just your C and D tier people. I mean, I like to go to a house show once a year. But it's on the boardwalk down in Wawa, New Jersey. Because, you know, it's it's a cool venue and I'm on I get to ride a bunch of rides on the boardwalk and then go watch a wrestling show. So, you know, I have more reasons to go than just the wrestling show. Because it's just a fun little bonus. But to go out of your way to like to go like to your local arena to go to one of these house shows and pay yeah. like the crazy prices that they charge for like the ringside seats for a show that's not televised, no. Yeah, to see, like, you know, because basically, hey, at least for me, it's like, house shows are basically the Barclay Center. It's, I'm going to the place that I would see fucking Raw at, but it's not Raw, and it's people caring even less, and it's less important, and doesn't really matter. Yeah, and the only time it matters, like, if you're in one of those expensive ringside seats, because there's no cameras, so the, the wrestlers can come down, like, take their time, and, you know, take photos with you and stuff. But for all the other people sitting up in the bleachers, like, it's nothing. Doesn't mean yep. anything. And especially when, like, you know, those bleacher seats, hey, those those bleacher seats that I had to see fucking the, the Christmas show on 2013, those were 60 bucks still. But that was also the garden, right? Yeah, it was the garden, that, but, you know, yeah. still 60 bucks for upper tier. And how long was the show? Not televised. Eh, like, three hours. I mean, it's not bad, but still, it's a house show. Yeah, it's a house show. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. But, but I mean, it, you know, in the end, though, it's good to do less house shows for the wrestlers' health, even if that's not their goal. Yeah, true. Their goal is to save money, which they're really going to need to do that with the stock prices. I mean, the stock prices. Were great. They were at sixty two thirty. Yeah, they were at sixty two thirty. Uh, they closed at sixty two thirty on Thursday, and then they put out the announcement. And the stocks have been falling ever since. I mean, like they they dropped super hard. They dropped down to like the high forties. They they dropped down to like about forty eight fifty, something like that. Uh, and they've basically been like kind of up and down ever since. They're currently at forty six ten. Josh at forty six oh eight right now. Oh geez, it dropped even more. Hooray! I'm looking at the one day uh, look at it, and it started the day at forty nine thirty six, and immediately dropped like plummeted to like forty seven like sixty. Immediately after. Like, within the first hour of opening. And it's been... Like it's it keeps just, dropping. 
Yeah, and I feel like it's just going to keep getting worse, especially because, like, you have to imagine that the news on Thursday is not going to be great, especially when, yeah, like, they've dropped their earnings to, like, $180 million, which, hey, they're still making a bunch of money, but, you know. I'm, I'm going to send you a screenshot, John. I'm going to text this to you, a screenshot of the one week. Look at how they're doing. And you'll notice when they made the announcement. And it's holy shit. I've never seen a straight line hey, like that. Hey, that's a fall. It's a straight line. It's a straight line. It's right a straight down. line. Insane. Well, I hope anyone who had stock out there has already sold it because shit. Is it time to buy, John? No. When's when's when is it time to buy? I mean, we'll see how Thursday's investor call goes. Yeah, it might go even lower. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on that. I'll, I'll see what they have to say. But also, one fun fact here: still a more valuable company than eBay. So fuck everything. How much is eBay? eBay last I looked was like thirty six, thirty seven. Damn. That's crazy. Right? You'd think that eBay would be more valuable than WWE, but eh, what do I know? Yeah. Facebook's doing great. Facebook's at like 204. That's good news for me, John, because guess what? What? I, I bought Facebook stock when Suzy got listed. And it was dirt cheap. All right then. So I'm 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 rich is what I'm saying. I I am the wolf of Wall Street. It's me. So I'm yeah, ne- by next week, uh, I'll I'll be listening in on the uh, the, co- the the business call for the annual earnings or the quarterly earnings and see what kind of questions people ask because I'm sure a lot of people will. Have lots of good questions. I, I do not have the ability to ask questions. Just so you know, because I'm not a, I'm not a shareholder anymore. Hooray! Shall we move on and talk about the uh, the weekly wrestling shows? Sure. Uh, so Friday night smack. Excuse me, Super Smackdown. It was Super Smackdown, John. Hey, since we're talking about terrible things, you want to hear some news about a completely unrelated news about a terrible thing? Um, is it wrestling? No, but it's about our shitty hell world. Uh, oh yeah, that thing's happening tonight. What happened? Oh, I'm not even talking about that thing. I'm oh. talking about uh, apparently Daily Stormers shutting down because they're run out of money. Uh, what is that? Nazi punks fuck off. Oh. Cool. Yeah, they're the prominent fucking, you know, Nazi website run by Weave. That really cool guy. There's jokes in there I don't want to see on the air. Nazis get the wall. There you go. We'll see how tonight goes. I don't know. Yeah. How's that other thing going? Not paying attention to that because I don't want to have a heart attack. Fair enough. 
I'm very stressed out about it. So let's instead talk about Super SmackDown. It's Super oh, SmackDown. You know why it's Super SmackDown? The results are delayed, by the way. Okay, sounds good. But John, Super SmackDown, you know why it's Super? Uh, why is that? Because the big game was on Sunday on the same channel. So they were like, hey, Super. Oh, I guess that does make sense, actually. You, one of my favorite things about the broadcast, though, is that when they were advertising the Fox coverage like, for their like pregame show, they could say Super Bowl. Any other time during the broadcast, they had to say the big game. Huh. Despite the fact that they were on Fox. I don't know why they had to say the big game. But outside the time at the Fox like Super Bowl pregame show, they couldn't say those words. The big game. The big dog in the big game. Yeah, the big dog was on SmackDown with his uh, cousins. I have a theory for you, by the way. What's, what's that theory? Did you watch the big show after the big game? What, the big show was on? No, the Masked Singer. Let's talk about it. I didn't, I, I wasn't watching because I was driving back to my house. You piece of shit. I've, I've watched the Masked Singer before. There's a white tiger, and he talked about getting in the ring... And he had a, a thing for, like, a, a trophy for, like, a clam thing. So everybody was thinking it's John Cena or maybe Gronk. I have a theory. All right, what is And it? also we did Ice Ice Baby, which made why I was immediately like, oh, it's Cena. It's clearly Cena. Vin the Bastard says it's Tiger Mask. Here's my theory. This is all a ruse. It's Roman Reigns. What, 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 why is he like clams? Because he's from the islands of Samoa. Ooh, ah. All right, fair enough. I don't know. It's Fox. It's some probably some racist bullshit. I, I wanted to be Jushin Liger. I feel bad that I didn't know the robot was Little Wayne. It feels so obvious in retrospect. <laughs> that show's fun. I enjoyed the Mass Singer. That show's really dumb. I'm mad that I can't watch it anymore. Why? Because it's on Wednesdays at 9. You could watch it on the Fox Now app. But I can't watch it live. That's the point. That's true. Just avoid Twitter. It's easy. Well, well I do that already. That's what I'm saying. It's easy. Real quick, since we're talking about the big game, John, best commercial, what is it? I liked Little Nas X and Sam Elliott. That was really good. I'm also very confused by the extended Charlie Day universe I, of Tide commercials. I enjoyed those, too. I was very confused by how they just kept going. They kept going into Mass Singer, too. Right? It was good, it was good that marketing. That was some weird shit. It was good marketing. I want Baby Peanut to die. Yeah, the Baby Peanut thing was stupid. John, you you haven't named the best commercial. You know what it is? No. It's MC Hammer for Cheetos. I didn't like that commercial. I, as someone who eats Cheetos and gets his hands covered in that dust, it was hilarious. 
I'm, I look, I understand it. I just thought it was easy and obvious. I, it is easy and obvious. I saw it again during Raw, and I don't like it. But they cut out the best part, which was him coming out of the basket, and then the uh, the picnic cloth turning into his hammer pants. That's the best part of the commercial, and they cut it out. That part was pretty funny, but still. It touched us. I'm amused. It was good. I also liked the Walmart one with all of the space uh, characters. You know, with the Men in Black aliens. Did not like that one either. Well, I'm I'm a movie guy, so I enjoyed the references. Especially the Arrival one was really funny to me. It's just like, this shit is just so obvious. Fuck you. John, I'm, I'm one of those idiots who like Ready Player One, so, you know, I'm a sucker for these stupid things. Yeah, you are a sucker. I know. I, John, I, I don't deny it. I know what I am. Speaking of suckers, tell me more about this sucker-ass show you watch for suckers. The Big Dog and his cousins for opening the show. And let me just say, Roman sounds a lot more comfortable on the mic when he's around the Usos. Okay. Which is nice. But the, but, but the problem is, he's also kink-shaming Baron Corbin. They kink-shamed him. For what? For being into dog food. He kept mocking him for saying, verbatim, your dog food fetish. Huh. And I was like, don't kink shame him, Roman. What are you doing? He's allowed to like what he likes. I don't get it. Because remember, they poured the dog food on Roman? No, I don't get it as in, I don't get why Roman had to go there. He's a bully. Oh man! And star Roman. They set up a six-man tag between the Corbin and his court against the Bloodline, and they raised the stakes by the loser has to eat dog food. I did see the image of Baron Corbin covered in chili that was supposed to be dog food. It was that part was pretty funny. What I don't didn't like. Was that the, on the commentary, you could hear Vince yelling into Michael Cole's ear to constantly talk about how gross the dog food is. Because he just kept hammering it, like, so blatantly that you could tell that he was being ordered to keep mentioning it. it sounds like something Vince would do. It 100% was. I'm like, this is 100% a Vince thing. He's like, oh, it's so funny. It smells so bad. Talk about how bad it smells. Oh, keep bringing it up. It was that part sucked, but the match and the result of Corbin being chained up and having the the, the chili dumped on his head was pretty funny. You mean dog food? No, you you said chili too. Well, I said it was chili that was made pretended to be dog food. I'm just calling it what it is. It was chili. It was chili. Um. So, uh, Oscar asks, if Corbin has a dog food fetish, then wouldn't he be into being covered in dog food? And the answer is, yeah. But part of the struggle is part of the kink. Don't shame him. I already responded to that with the shrug emoji. I know, but I wanted to get it on the, on the audio podcast. Don't 
kink shame him, Oscar. Ryan says Cincinnati chili might as well be dog food. Damn. Uh, I disagree. I've I've had Cincinnati chili. It's it's pretty good. Is that the one that they put on spaghetti? Yes. Isn't that shit like supposed to be also like mad watery? I don't know about that. I want my chili to be thick. I. You should come out to. You should come out sometime when I head out there. Why would you go to Cincinnati? I, I, I hang out with our, our pal Jeff. Jeff has a get together every year with friends, and we go to Skyline Chili, and it's pretty good. It's not cheesesteak, but it's good. Oh, they have Skylines in Kentucky. Okay. Well, he's he's right out. He's right outside Cincinnati. It's right on the border. Is it? Where he is, yeah. I had no idea. I'm not saying the exact city on the podcast, but yeah, he's right near. Yeah, us. You don't have to. I'm just saying, like, damn, I. Yeah. Look just, at me not knowing how the Midwest is laid out. Yep, Cincinnati's right on the border of Kentucky. Yeah, I'd put the chili in a cheesesteak. That sounds good. That's a sloppy Joe. No, it's not. It's a sloppy Joe with cheese. It's not a sloppy Joe at all. Sloppy Joe is more like tomato and vinegar. Like ketchup and vinegar and shit, then like fucking you. You don't know what a sloppy Joe is. Whatever. It's I. I. I would not put chili on a cheesesteak. I might. Well, put I'm it, going to I, fight me, coward. I, I put it on a hot dog though. Put on chili dog. Sock the Hedgehog in theaters this Valentine's Day. I'm. I'm going to see that film. I'm seeing it opening night. I'm. I'm, I'm I have a Valentine's Day. Doing that. I have a Valentine's Day for it. <laughs> I am not doing that. Why not? I do not I do not hate my my lady friend that much. Eh, my lady friend's into it. Also we No, she's seeing it with me. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not I'm not forcing that. I'm not no. But no, we're going on the thirteenth, that's what I'm saying. The Thursday. We're going the day before Valentine's Day. I have actual Valentine's Day plans that don't involve Sonic the Hedgehog. Or do they? Yeah, they do. You're lying. Yeah, I'm going to dress up as Sonic later. It's it's a thing. Don't kink shame me. Right in front of Amy fucking Rose. Oh, yeah. We have a a doll as Amy Rose. I'm dressed as Sonic. She's dressed as Big the Cat. It's fine. Should have been Elise. I thought Big the Cat would be funnier and less weird. I don't know. I'm not kink-shaming your necrophilia fetish. Wait. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. I thought you said Big the Cat was dead for a second. I was very concerned. No, Sonic is dead when Elise makes I, out with oh, him. Oh, I know. I figured out what you meant. I just was very concerned for a split second and go, wait, what? No. Oscar, play more Sonic 2K6. And then I'll play more Sonic 2K6. You, I want to hate myself. Don't do that. Speaking You're damn right you got that reminder. Speaking of Valentine's Day, they set up a date with Mandy Rose and Otis. I hate it. I want to see the skits. I want to see the skits. They're going to be fun. I can't wait to see more of my favorite sex pervert. I've, I, I know I'm the only one on this website that enjoys the Otis stuff, but I am. 
they're going to go on a date and he's just going to rip off his clothes and do the caterpillar on the floor of the restaurant. And people are going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And somehow Manny Rose is going to find this to be the most attractive thing ever. I don't know if that's how they're going to do it. And then she gets a farting gimmick. All right. I was on board till that part. No, they're not doing that. Come on. And then Hornswoggle comes back for some reason. No, what's going to happen is it's going to... She's going to be falling for Otis, and then Sonya's going to interrupt and say that she's in love with Mandy. And then it's going to be a, a, a love triangle. I love Liv Morgan. But she's dead. We'll, we'll get to that. I have one more... Yeah, But yeah, I'm looking forward to that segment next week. But I have one more... Thing to talk about for SmackDown. It's the most important thing, John. What's that, Owen? Bing Bong won a title! Hooray, Bing Bong won a title. He won the Intercontinental Championship from Shinsuke. Oh, great. He won the belt that means a lot. He could make it mean something. Come on. This could be his ticket to having a match at WrestleMania. We say this every single time when someone gets the Intercontinental Championship. I'm pretty sure you said this exact statement when Shinsuke made the belt look like the I- the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Which is pretty cool. Come on, it's pretty cool. I, no, I'm not saying it's not cool. It's a, it's a neat, nifty-looking belt. Like, I like the old one more, but this is a cool, sharp-looking belt. Mm-hmm. All that said... This is the Intercontinental Championship. They're not going to suddenly care about this thing. I know. But it's still a big deal that Braun won his first championship in WWE. And I'm happy for him. And also, it's our buddy, Bing Bong. Also, they're never going to give him the world title, so at least he has something. I want him to have the world title. Also, Ryan, fuck you. The Greatest Royal Rumble belt does not count. The Greatest Royal Rumble belt does not count. Oscar the belt has never been seen no. again. Fuck both of you. This chat's bad. Saudi Arabia is not canon. Like, in general. Like, in life. The belt has never been seen again, and he's never, like, carried the belt anywhere else. I feel like that's fair to say that the belt does not count. We're not retconning this. Yeah. When they list their champions on their website, that bell's not listed. That's why he became tag team champions with a child. True. Shit was the worst. Fucking Braun. I I don't know. Watching that with a bunch of people who have never watched wrestling and their reactions to a small child being picked from the crowd and them not knowing that he was staged was pretty good. I had a good time with that. Hate it. Hey, John. Let's talk about tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. Do we have to? Uh, A little bit. I mean, the big news, the first big news to come out of it is that Ruby Riot returned after nine months. Turns out that Ruby Riot was also in love with Lana. She had her long green hair and her green lipstick. Wait, is, 
Do you think she's in love with Lana as part of the storyline? No, but I'm just waiting for them to fucking bring Ruby Riot into this whole bullshit. I think she's already in it. Either that or she's pulling Liv out of it. I'm not sure. That's what I think is actually happening is she's pulling Liv out of it into they're going to try and build Liv Morgan with this feud that I don't think is going to work because I think they're gravely overestimating how much people care about either Ruby Riot or Liv Morgan. Agreed. I 100% agree. Because, you know, if people's experience with Liv Morgan is only her coming back as a blonde and all this bullshit with with the Lana, then, yeah, I wouldn't give a shit either because she hasn't been able to showcase anything. And no, Oscar, she's not in love with Shotzi Blackheart. She's trying to single white female Shotzi Blackheart. Give... Give Ruby Riot a tank. Bring Sammy Guevara on Raw <laughs> in his tank. There we go. Now we're talking. But yeah, Ruby Riot's back to, to do this Liv Morgan thing. What do you? What What do you think? Do you think? Okay. Is, do you think that this matters at all? No, of course it doesn't. I mean, look, I I enjoy it. I think that I like Ruby Riot. I'm glad to see her back. I am okay with Liv Morgan. I'm not. This match didn't do anything for me, but, you know, I, it doesn't help that you're fucking wrestling Lana for the second time, second week in a row, and Lana is basically a sack of bricks. And also, they've taken away all of Liv Morgan's character and personality. Yep. Who the fuck is Liv Morgan now? What the fuck does Liv Morgan mean or do? Why Why is she even really fighting Lana? We don't even really have a... Like, you know, we have the context of what happened at the wedding, but we don't even, like, really have a context for what Liv's character even is. What she's about. She's a lesbian, and she's blonde, and she looks pretty. And she wears, like, BDSM outfits. Is she a lesbian, though? Is she bi? Is she pan? Is she, what it, there's no fucking, that's the thing. There's no fucking character here. It's literally just, I had a thing with Lana, I guess. She's one of her evil exes. No, but Lana's the evil one. Can't they both be? I'm pretty sure Ramona was the kind of evil. Uh, Shut the fuck up. No, you're just saying that because you're from New Jersey. I think everyone's in Scott Pilgrim is kind of evil. Well, Scott's definitely evil. Except for Knives. Knives is the only non-evil one. No. Knives is, Knives is pure. Eh, Kim is pure. Alright, the rest of the band is pu- the The band outside of Scott is pure. Everyone else in the, in the books and slash movie are evil. Yeah. Especially yeah. Scott. Especially Scott. Wait, does that make Negascott Still love good? that film. Uh, no, Ultimate Evil. Okay, just checking. No wonder, they, they're both evil, no wonder they got along. Man, did you hear that stuff about a possible sequel? No. Yeah, the girl who played uh, Ramona... Is like, yeah, I want. I'd like to see them make a movie set ten years after, and just see where those characters are at. And yeah, I'd totally be back for that. Yeah, you should do that. You should do that. 
He's like, yeah, they're th- like them as like young idiots is cool, but what if they're like older but still idiots? Yeah, you should do that. <laughs> they should do that. Yeah, you should do that. It's not like Michael Sarah's doing anything right now. You should do that. <laughs> Please do that. Fuck, do that. What are you doing? After the podcast, I'll, I'll find the quote for you. Tell me more about this bad show that we cannot do this show anymore. Yo, the 24-7 championship. How about that? Here's Mojo Raleigh in a match that it doesn't matter for, for some reason. We're just not going to explain that. It's fine. Yeah, the belt's on the line. Gets kicked in two seconds after... Uh, after Drew cuts a promo for like three minutes. And it's all like, I'm going to kill you in three seconds after I drop this microphone. Doesn't too. It's a fucking liar. Can't believe it. Worst part, no one tried to pin him afterward. Not even our truth. Not even Riddick Moss. He was literally right there. He could have done it. He's his linebacker. Yeah, but he could have won the belt. But he's his linebacker. No, it's, it's his offensive lineman. Whatever. He's the quarterback. He's the offensive lineman. I still can't believe this is how they fucking called up Ray Moss. I mean, I can Riddick believe Moss, it. whatever the fuck you say. Fuck Riddick Moss. He, this is what he deserves. I liked him in his tag team with Tino Sabatelli. Where, where's, where's Tito? I don't know where Tino is. Tino is dead. A singer, Ryan, unless it's Roman. Tino. Ryan's asking when Gronk debuts. I, ha- I have an idea for his gimmick. If you bring up... Okay. What? No. But John, I have an idea for Tino's main roster gimmick. They get, like they get a sponsorship deal to Tino Sabatelli. I don't like this. He always is eating pizza rolls. Come on. What else happened on Raw? Come on. It's how they make their money back. Think about it. Angel Garza showed up. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. It's like, hey, uh, our Latin, our big Latin star got a wellness policy violation. So He's- now we're just going to replace him with the uh, fucking <laughs> cheap labor. Cheap labor. It's the same thing. I mean, at least they try and build a story around it and have it made some sense. I think they accidentally fell into that. I mean, yeah. I feel like they, he got to television and they asked him, like, alright, what are we going to do tonight with you? And they mentioned that he was his cousin and went, oh, shit. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, we could do something with that. They Vince figured it out know. somehow. Vince doesn't know who any of these people are. Do, do and you he never Vince, will. Do you think Vince knows that Roman and the Usos are related? Yes. Like, for real and not just kayfabe? Mm. <laughs> Jury's out. Fair enough. But yeah, the fact that he's the cousin of uh, 
Uh, I'm blanking. Humberto Carrillo. Humberto Carrillo, Mr. Dimples himself. Dolly Goss, except Del- not. He still has a shirt that says Dolly Goss. I don't understand. Because uh, yeah. they know. They know. They just won't give it to us. I just love the Angel Garza's with Zelina. They literally just replaced Andrade. It's kind of fucked up when you think about it. It really is. But it led to a match with Rey Mysterio, and that was cool. It was a pretty cool match, not gonna lie. Well, yeah. Angel Garza is great. Rey Mysterio, still great. It's a shame that he got murdered. Now Rey Mysterio has a wellness violation. He'll be out for 30 days. Best of luck in your future endeavors, Ray. That's actually not true, but I assume anytime someone gets their head caved into the concrete floor, it means a wellness vol- uh, violation. Well, they've set it up now. Yeah, they just gotta take... The, they just need to take a test tonight. That's all. Do you think Angel Garza stays on the main roster after the 30 days? I kind of feel like you can't send him back at this point. I feel this like is they basically can. a call up. I feel like they can because they kept saying he's from NXT. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, that would be weird, though. It would be, but I could see it happening. I mean, I guess it all depends on how this storyline plays out. Like, maybe they'll just yeah, maybe they'll have a match and fucking Humberto will beat him, and then Andrade will come back, and they just pick back up where they left off. And then Garza goes back after the uh, 205 title. Whatever, sure, fine, I don't know. Then he gets to take his pants off again. I mean, he did take his pants off, it's true. Yeah, exactly. John, speaking of NXT, the thing happened with the, uh, the Women's Royal Rumble winner. But didn't happen. But it's I probably mean, happening. No, it's happening because they just had to delay it because they're smart as hell with how they're handling this. So Charlotte comes out again to announce who she's challenging for uh, for WrestleMania with her Royal Rumble win. And she points out that she's held both belts multiple times. She's beaten Becky. She's beaten Bailey. This is easy. And then the crowd chants for Rhea. And ruins the moment. Well, more so Charlotte ruined the moment by acknowledging it. Because then Rhea came out. Rhea Ripley. I can't believe it. At the NXT champion. Or as the bottom third said tonight, the NXT women's champion. Because Whoops. We haven't advanced that far on the main roster yet. We haven't advanced to cynically dropping gendered titles in a gendered division. They still should have did it the other way. Men's and women's titles. I agree. But yeah. Rhea said, hey, you haven't... Here's a question. Rhea mentioned that she's beaten Charlotte. Yeah. When did that happen? Is that Survivor uh, Series? Yeah. Okay. That was Survivor Series. Did she get a pinfall on Charlotte? I 
don't remember, actually. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out, but you said that, I was like, I was blanking on it. And, uh, Ryan, no, not a triple threat. The triple threat was Becky, Bailey, and Shayna. No, it was the Women's Survivor Series match. Yeah, the Women's Survivor Series match. Which was also a triple threat, technically, so... Yeah. But yeah, this is all set up that Charlotte walked away and they advertised that she will be on NXT this week to answer Rhea's challenge. Hooray, I'm so excited for more of the main roster on my NXT. Also, Oscar fact-checked that and Charlotte was pinned by Lacey Evans. Alright, so she got pinned by fake Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte got pinned by fake Charlotte. But the uh, the NXT women's team did win. So I guess it counts. Yeah, I think this is a smart thing to advertise on Raw. To get people on USA to tune into the, the Wednesday show. But will it work? I think it will. I think because... When they were doing the Survivor Series invasion, the NXT ratings went up. So I I could see this just giving them a one week boost, enough to All beat right. and to be AEW. I don't think so, but it'll make it a lot closer. Okay then. Yeah, I'm curious to see how they handle it. And last thing for Raw is that they had a triple threat. Speaking of triple threats. To determine who's facing Brock at the Saudi Arabia show. What, you don't want to talk about Kevin Owens? No. What are you doing? Or he had a fucking match against some idiots. Oh, yeah. Murphy and AOP. And then he ended up having to fight them three on one. Yeah, it sucked. What about Natalia versus Asuka? Only what an exciting match that was. The only thing that came out of that is that Asuka challenged Becky next week for the title and we're having that match. Ryan, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Architects of Pain is a good fucking name for that group. I, I like the uh, the apostles of Rollins. Or Rollins. The Messiah and his apostles. Whatever. Something... Something about him being the Monday Night Messiah is what I would prefer. Architects of Pain and also Buddy Murphy. Dubstep Architects of Pain. Architects of Dubstep. Dubstep is Pain. The Renegades of Rock. No. License it, you cowards. Anything else you want to talk about before I get to the main event? Nope. Then let's so talk. I want to talk about other things. I'm throwing these coat hangers. Let's talk about the winner is the loser because they have to go to Saudi Arabia. Hooray! Seth you... Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Ricochet. Sure. Also, Ryan, I'm pretty sure Buddy Murphy and Alexa Bliss are no longer an item. Yeah. That's not been a thing for a while. John, this match pretty good. He says that's not what Google says. Well, Google 
says a lot of things. So whatever. John. What? Did you expect this ending? Yes. I did not. Who did you think it was going to be? I thought they were going to do the stupid... I thought Saudi Arabia wanted the stupid Lashley-Lesnar match. I thought that was the only I, reason they put Lashley in the here, in here. No, I think they put Lashley in there because they actually think that people care about Lashley after that Rusev shit. Is that Rusev shit over? I would assume not, considering that people are chanting Rusev Day at Lana. Yeah, but... Oh, God. We haven't yeah, seen Rusev in a while, so... Well, they've fucking completely buried and destroyed him. True. And we know he's not going to Saudi Arabia again. After the stuff he tweeted when he was stuck on the plane last time. I mean, if the talk is, is true, it sounds like he's not going to be in the company much longer either, so... Also, Ryan says he can't confirm that we were right. They are broken up. Love is over. Love is over. But yeah, I don't know how they got the Saudi Arabia to approve of a Ricochet versus Brock Lesnar match. Why would they not approve that? They They don't... I feel like they don't really care... They want Brock Lesnar against The Undertaker! They want Brock... They just want Brock Lesnar. They want Brock Lesnar in an exciting match, and, you know, Ricochet will be something new and different, and, like, they'll do the match that, like, Brock Lesnar likes to do with people like Finn and AJ and Daniel, and it'll be fine. Hear me out! Brock Lesnar versus Yokozuna. So they're gonna get that sumo wrestler that they pretended was Yokozuna again? Yes! He's going to take an F5. I'd watch what's that. Ba- what's Babatunde up to? Just hang out in a volley, I assume. Oh, man. Babatunde versus Lesnar. I'd actually, <laughs> actually be pretty good. I'd watch that. The real answer is that the person that should be facing Lesnar is Keith Lee. It's Kurt Angle. I'm surprised he has not worked one of these Saudi Arabia shows yet. I am too, actually. I th- I th- actually, I think they might hate him because he's an American hero. So they said no. No American flag man. Oh, please. He's not of Syrian descent. Have him wear the Saudi Arabia flag instead. He probably would, let's be honest. <laughs> of course he would. Uh, How much money do you think it would cost Saudi Arabia to get them to do Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle and have Brock try the shooting star press again? I bet Brock actually wants to do that, and I bet he could hit it this time. He's a lot lighter than he was. I think the opposite is true for both of those. Oh. He doesn't want to hit it, and he can't. (laughs) I think he could do it. But he'd probably give it a try anyway. If he is at the uh, Elimination Chamber, if I can get a a way to talk to Brock Lesnar, I'm going to ask if he can attempt one. 
at WrestleMania. What do you think? Think I can you convince Brock Lesnar to town. Hell yeah. Go to town, man. Whatever. Do you think Flo Rida will be at WrestleMania? I hope not. But they're in Florida, so he he should be there. We need to have the rematch of him versus Heath Slater. Flo Rida already got murdered by Bo Dallas. We're good. Recipes for Dallas. He died for our sins. He, if only we had believed harder, he would still be alive. I mean, look, he beat Flo Rida in a rap battle and ascended to heaven. What more do you want? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Is that it for your turn? A production of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's a website, go to the website. It is a website. You know what else is a website? What's that, Owen? It is now hitting me hard what time it is. Patreon.cool. Where... Owen, what are your thoughts on Andy Reid? Chat needs to know. No, I don't... I don't fucking care. Leave me alone. Care. Leave me alone. Football expert Oscar in the chat. What are your opinions on Andy Reid? He doesn't know who Andy Reid is. He's the... He won the Super... He's the coach who won the Super Bowl. He used to be the coach of the Eagles. Football jock. But yeah, Patreon.com, John. Maybe you shouldn't have gotten rid of him. You could have had another football ring. He had 14 years to do it. He didn't do it. Oh, maybe your team should have just been better. It was better. Two years ago, we won. Leave me alone. We got it ring before he did. That's all that matters. Whatever. The Eagles are better. They got a ring before Andy Reid did. Fuck it. John, Patreon.cool. If you give us money monthly, you get show notes, you get exclusive podcasts, you get all kinds of great content from us, including this month's premium, or I guess it was last month's premium podcast, which was uh, the pilot episode of Chryslicast. Say the full title. There we go. I'm getting there. Relax. Say it again, because I interrupted you. Chrisley Cast, Countdown to Prison. There we go. It's a true crimes podcast about figuring out exactly what moment the Chrisleys stole that money. Because he definitely did it. Like, let's be honest here. He a million percent fucking cheated the IRS out of their, out of their money. We just got to figure out when. We're going to pinpoint this crime. I've I've listened to it. It's it's good. I can't believe it's good, but it's good. I can't believe how into the Chrisleys you two are. It's really disturbing. So yeah, this is the episode where we're like, you know, we we're really learning about the characters. This is the pilot, so you know, we're trying to understand these characters before we really start delving into the actualities of the crime itself. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna go into detail of which characters you like, but I'm very Intrigued. What is your experience with the Chrisleys, Owen? I've watched several episodes of that show. Would you say that you agree with our takes on these characters? I'll say personally myself, I think the best 
and slash worst character is uh, the grandma. She's just the worst. She just, seems pretty awful, but also amazing. Right? Fuck. I'm telling you, though, Grayson. I know, you guys keep talking. Dude. Listen to the podcast, you'll hear all their thoughts. Um, what else? Uh, you can check us out on social media. Facebook, search for ProWrestling.Cool. Twitter, at PWDOTC. Or if you want to see John do some shit posting at The Hill Turn. I haven't, I haven't done any shit posting in, in a bit. I should, I should do that. Yep. And, uh, John, what, when should they t- tune in to the show and the other show? I mean, we stream this one live at, like on Monday nights at 11 at pro wrestling, twitch.tv slash pro wrestling. But what do you guys stream on Wednesday? Heal alternative. Sometimes if it works, Sometimes, if it works. What are you guys talking about this week? (laughs) In addition to covering, uh, as usual, NXT and AEW Dynamite, I have promised Oscar 15 minutes to give us a full rundown of the XFL. Week one. It's finally here. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. I can't believe it, John. The heel alternative, the one sanctuary outside of Vince's purview, and you're letting Vince's purview in. This is the ultimate Vince's purview that needs to be, like, okay, if we don't cover it, who will? Hopefully no one. Hopefully it dies and goes away. Yeah, that's the point. And we're going to chronicle its death. We're going to watch it die again. And we're going to laugh as Vince burns $375 million. $375 million! He could use that money to fucking give his goddamn fucking wrestlers health care! No, that's. You're not going to give the football players health care. Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck you. Fuck health care. Wasting fucking $375 million to answer the question, why football men no stand? He wants his wide open football. Ball, ball, ball. Ball. Cost money, John. Patreon not cool. Give that money to us. Thank you. Uh, what about they want to follow you on social media? Venmo, I am John. God damn it. That's not social media. It's the ultimate social media. <sighs> Type I am John GM into a social media thing. You'll probably find me. Ryan in this chat says uh, hashtag pay the man. Pay the man. Pay the Patreon first, then pay John the second. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at the underscore ozone. John? What? That's it for Heel Turn. Let's, let's, let's head out of here. Uh, you'll be back on Wednesday with your uh, your crew of alternative misfits covering the good wrestling. And, you and know, the worst sport. And the worst sport. It bounces out. You and I will be back talking to this nonsense next Monday. So, 
Until then, y'all come back now, you hear? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.